So if we took time to go around and hear everyone's stories, and we would hear lots of different ways to experience God. We would hear lots of different ways um, to show devotion to God. Um, but I hope that no matter what it is, that you're disciplined in it and that you you are pursuing God. And I know that we don't do our devotions or uh, show our devotion to God just so that others will see and take notice, but if your life revolves around Jesus, people will take notice, right? Because it's going to show everywhere, no matter where you are. So um, we're going we're gonna to talk about uh, experiencing God through these parables here. So starting in verse um, 36, Jesus, he gives an illustration about this garment, right? And... What Jesus is doing, he's talking about what's coming, what's ahead. And um, Jesus says, I'm not trying to fix the old thing. I have a whole new garment. Should I ruin it by cutting up my new garment to make a patch for what the old doesn't cover? It would ruin the new garment, and what is new doesn't match the old. He's letting them know change is coming. Okay. Something new, totally new. How how are you with change? Are you do you take change well? Do you resist change? I know for me I'm one of those people that like I, I tell you I talk about food a lot. I have like what whatever I'm hungry for. Uh, I have a restaurant for that thing, right? Because I order the same thing every time I go, depending on the restaurant. So um, I'm not one of those people that's like walks into a restaurant and is like, what am I going to have today? It's like, already know. I don't, don't even give me a menu. Um, and usually they know too. <laughs> you know, walk in, okay, yeah. Um, so I don't know, but sometimes I'm okay with change and sometimes I'm not. Um, I think it depends on, you know, what the circumstances are. Um, so this is a good change. Jesus gave us a new covenant. It says in Hebrews 8, 6, that he gave us a far better covenant with greater promises. How about that, right? So... Jesus, he, he takes the old garment and he said, okay, this, this was good, but I have a better one for you. And we think about how many people resisted that. They resisted um, the change, right? And did God change? No, God, God didn't change. But the way people experience God, the way people worship God, had changed. Um, did this have anything to do with age? No, I, th- I think a lot of times when, when we talk about change or new things, it, it becomes an age thing. And it's like, oh, okay, well, we got to change for the young people or, you know, uh, oh, the, the old way, um, 
wasn't working or needs to change, and that has to do with older people. And that's not the case with God, right? This is for everybody. And so um, Jesus, he's letting them know change is coming. There's a new garment. I'm not going to cut it up and try and fix the old thing. We're, we're coming in with, uh, with a new garment. And, and the, the, it says that it's a far better covenant with greater promises. I mean, think about from old covenant to new covenant. We are now clothed in righteousness, right? I mean, the, the old system of, you know, having to bring your sacrifice and um, go to God through the high priest, right? Um, this old system, it was good. It, it was good, and it had its place, and it had its time. But, man... Now we can go right to the Lord, right? Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, is the sacrifice for our sins once and for all. So we are now clothed in righteousness. Um, it says again in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 4, we are being made holy by Jesus' sacrifice. So that's um, part of our word for the year is on holiness, um, I hope that you've been hearing that word from Pastor Tim and reading about it in the messenger. Um, if, if this is the first time you've heard about that, I would encourage you to go to our website, listen to those uh, sermons on holiness, or grab a messenger and read about it. Um, this is a word that God has given us for this year. So we are being made holy. We are now clothed in righteousness. Um, Holiness is different. It means different, set apart other than. Okay, so we are being made holy as God is holy. And so um, that is, there is a change that takes place. You, you get take out of something and into something else. Um, so this is part of what God has shown us for 2017, along with holiness, is new wineskins. Um, so that, that's the counterpart there. I want to encourage you, if, if you are getting baptized today, that you can go and get ready for that. Um, and I'm going to keep going here with the message. So um, We're going to talk about this idea of new wineskins. So no one puts new wine into old wineskins for the new wine would burst the wineskins, spilling the wine and ruining the skins. New wine must be stored in new wineskins. But no one who drinks the old wine seems to want the new wine. The old wine is just fine, they say. So wineskins were for holding and transporting wine. Um, and what would happen is they would put new wine in and then it would continue to ferment. And so it would expand. And so these wineskins could only stretch so much. So if you keep putting new wine into an old wineskin, eventually it's going to reach its limit and burst. Um, but what I love about this illustration is that wineskins were um, more of like a mobile thing as opposed to a long-term storage thing. So 
if you wanted to to really store your wine long term, you wouldn't necessarily put it in a wine skin. Um, so these wine skins could be carried um, and transported, and, and I love that 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 they're not for stationary storage. And so God uses this um, this metaphor with wine skins to talk about us. And what are we filled with? The Holy Spirit, right? It's not for stationary storage. It's to be taken out. Take, take it with you wherever you go. Um, so Ephesians 5.8 says, don't get drunk on wine. Instead, be being filled with the Spirit. So if what we're filled with is the Spirit, we're and the scripture says it's a constant outpouring, right? So we know that we have the whole person of, of the Holy Spirit, right? Um, but there, there is a dynamic of be being filled, right? And so there's a constant filling. That means that there's constantly new wine, right? So there's constantly God is pouring into us. Through the Holy Spirit. So what does that mean about our container? Constantly being made new. Right? So the covenant hasn't changed again. We're we're under the same covenant under Jesus. But the way we are carrying it is changing. Does that make sense? The way or the way we're experiencing God. It's changing. It changes um, as we are continuing to be filled. So I believe what God is saying when he gave us this word about new wineskins is that he's pouring out in a new way. That um, if we continue to be devoted to God and disciplined spiritually, that we don't have to get stuck into a pattern of, well, this is how you experience God. You know, you, you have to wake up and do devotions at least three days a week. And it's got to look like this. And then um, when you come to church, it's three worship psalms, okay? And then the sermon, and you have to have one at the end to seal the deal. Right? Um. But how many of you know we, we get caught in, in patterns, right? And that's okay. I mean, look, I, I'm a coach, coach wrestling. That's how I did this. But, um, and I understand discipline. I understand pattern, muscle memory, you know, doing things over and over in a certain way. But we can't become rigid, in our faith, those wineskins, as they get stretched, they become rigid. They're no longer flexible. And that's why they can't handle the new wine. You reach a point where you can no longer expand your capacity. Right? I don't want to be there. I don't want to ever be in a position where I can't grow anymore because I'm no longer flexible. So, as we're being made new, and God continues to pour out, and we're pursuing 
holiness because that's what we're filled with, the spirit of holiness. It's the Holy Spirit. It's the spirit of holiness. So as we're continuing to be filled with that, we continue to see our life changed. And I love that. Um, I have a very dear friend and mentor of mine that um, growing up, I was just like, this is the guy. He knows everything that there ever is to know about the Bible. If I ever had a question and still have a question to this day, I will pick up the phone and I will call him and I will say, hey, let's talk. I got questions. Um, and I'll never forget it. Um, it's probably maybe six years ago or so. Um, we serve at this camp together at this time and he just got rocked. I mean, God just showed him a new and fresh revelation. And he, I mean, he was just rocked the whole week. His mind was blown. He was on cloud nine. And I was just thinking to myself, man, I, this gets me excited because this guy's been serving the Lord for so long and God is still showing him new things. He's still experiencing him in new ways. I mean, if I'm honest with you, like, I was a little worried about heaven. Like, eventually, I'm going to get tired of singing, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. I don't like to sing, okay? So, uh, and, and I don't know, God just uses to show me, like, no, like, uh, heaven, eternity, you know, I'm still going to continue to blow your mind. And I remembered about how the elders, like, fell down and threw their crowns at, at God's feet. And it's like, even they are still getting rocked by Jesus. And they've been in heaven for a long time, you know. So, um, so this is what I think God wants to do with us this year. We've been focusing on changing this building. And, and physically, we are in new wineskins, if you will, within this building, and we feel like we're positioned to experience God in the way that we feel called to through our classes and things like that. Um, But I think both individually and corporately, God God wants us to experience Him in a fresh way. How many of you could use a fresh revelation from the Lord, fresh encounter from the Lord? Amen. Um, so let's be alert for that. Let's pay attention. Um, you know, we don't want to be like the people in, in Jesus' illustration that say, you know, the old way is just fine. I'll just stick with that. You do your thing, and I'm just going to continue to do mine. Um, look, old wineskins were still useful. You could still use them for water and other things. Um, You know, they're good. They're good. They still have value. But um, I just want to encourage you to to seek God in different ways, creative ways that maybe you haven't thought of. You know, just if you're doing something and you think about the Lord, um, you know, continue to pursue that a little bit. I'm really into photography, and that's one of the ways I'm experiencing God um, lately in a new way is when when you're into that kind of art, you begin to see light differently. You begin to see colors 
differently. And I'm paying attention to God as an artist and how beautiful his creation is. And so this is one just a practical example of a way that I'm currently experiencing God in a new way, and I'm using that to worship him and bring him glory in a different way. So now when I um, take photos and share photos, um, I try and point that to Jesus and show how God's glory is being revealed in that. So that's like a different and creative way. It's not necessarily um, just doing a devotion, which those are great. Continue to do devotions, but um, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that, but branch out into new and creative ways. Be adventurous with Jesus. Maybe, maybe you're here today and just being here is stepping out. Maybe you've experienced God in a new way in this service that you haven't seen God work before. I want to encourage you to pursue that. Um, and as we get ready to transition into our baptisms, I just want to give an invitation with that, that if you're here today and you've never experienced Jesus, you've never given your life to Jesus and been clothed in righteousness, then I want to give that invitation to you today, that we all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and we will continue to do that. But Jesus said, I'll take the punishment for your sin, and I'll clothe you in righteousness. So if you're here today and you want to say, I need that, I want to experience God, then um, I- I'm just going to ask you to be bold and raise your hand today. Is there anybody here today that's never and I'm not talking about I want to experience God in new ways. I'm already saved. If you're here today and you've never given your life to the Lord, you've never asked Jesus to f- be your Savior and forgive your sins, could you just put up your hand for me? Amen. Well, we're going to celebrate some people that have given their life to Jesus, and they're going to show that through baptism. So I'm going to pray, and we'll transition to our baptisms.